welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books and how to properly phalanx to protect a hilltop. Tactics. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. I almost said your name. <laughs> how many times a month am I going to do that? <laughs> welcome to Forever Canon. I would have flipped it and said your name. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun, actually. This week... We're here to talk about chapters 21 through 24 of Fate of the Jedi, book four, Backlash. The chapters where we fight, we fight, 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 fight. The witchy and Jedi show. Okay. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon. Tahiri Vela is a tragic victim. Camp Jedi is established on a hilltop. Vastara is smart. Solos are Coruscant's primo negotiators. Shadowy Imperial costume card game is creepy. <laughs> that, was, that was about it. Yeah. And we complained last week about not a whole lot going on. Not a whole lot to discuss. Well, this week, we get a new mix of that. Chapter 21. <laughs> <laughs> starts on the... Jedi Hill Camp on Dathomir. And wake up, Benjamin, because here come the witches and their rancors. Yeah, I like I like the description of how he feels the net. Yeah. The the like night sister. He feels like a a a, a, a thread. Stra- a stread? <laughs> a streaming thread <laughs> of dark side force energy zoom over overhead and then you know more of them uh, yeah, manifest then they crisscross into like a, a net like a net of some sort and one of the people present says this is what they used to control animals but wow this net is so big and then here come all the rancors three <laughs> of them come up the side that bends on and one of them is immediately killed by luke seemingly he chops it and it stops running cool the other two make it up the hill. Only that happens off screen. Yeah. The other two make it up the hill, only to be toppled back down the sides by Ben's knee slashing lightsaber and Vistara's flying head kick. Yep, nice karate kick to the head after dying does a lot of that jumping around, shooting. Yeah, he's got two little tiny hole blasters, yeah. like two two underpowered little guns against a gigantic frame. Yeah, and she comes in and karate kicks it in the head. Yeah. At, and in doing so, by the way, she beat Ben to that last rancor because he was on his way to help Dion. He's like, I'm not going to make it there before he catches his balance, so I'm going to have to restart from scratch, you know, mm-hmm. catch this thing on two feet. But nope, Vistara gets there first, takes advantage of it already being off balance, kicks it the hell off the cliff. How high up is this hill? He's like- mildly annoyed that she beats him to it. I don't know. I can't... It's like... It can't be that. It, it's... I don't know. Like Whatever it is, the slopes are not... It's not a cliff. Yeah. It's a slopes. hill on all sides. Yeah, there's one right? side that's more sheer than the others. Yeah, a little steeper, but, but... Luke's like 40 meters away or something like that. Halfway, which is... So it's got to be like so a 200-foot hill. Yeah, it's 250. 250 right. And that's that's pretty high. That's a, That is. I mean, it's like exaggerated science fiction yeah. size, right? Because, you know, as you do. <laughs> Look at the rancors, but people don't normally take science fiction novels like, like this and even, take them apart and yeah, analyze them. I guess, but even an eighty meter hill, like that's a slope, right? 
So, I mean, it's an 80 meter slope. Mm -hmm. The height is whatever that may be based on the degree of the slope geometry, I think. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, you're it's, I was really confused. Yeah. At the, at the, the physicality of uh, this is spoiler alert. All four chapters are fighting (laughs) rancors and witches on this hilltop. Right. And the whole time I was like a third of the way through it. I was, I was already confused the whole time about orientation of where rancors were coming and whatever. It wasn't really very cleanly described because I don't think it was particularly important. No, it was just either they're on Ben's side or there's Dathomiri people fending for themselves over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and Ben's over here with his dad. So thanks <laughs> Two Jedi on one side. Everybody else gets fucking mauled and manked up and murdered on the other side. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't really understand the orientation of the fight as per usual for myself. I have very bad visual, spatial... Yeah, like spatial... Spatial awareness kind of deal? Imagination. There you go. Yeah. I I guess you know where you are. Well, yeah, and things in in space around me. I'm good at that. But, like, I cannot imagine... Like, you know, whatever. The mental test of, like, picture a cube The the unfolded box? And rotate a cube. Oh, I can unfold... I can do that. But, like, if I'm trying to keep track of an action scene like this, I normally just give up. Okay. And so about a third of the way through this, I was like, you know what? Exactly what I said to you already. I decided it doesn't really matter where they're coming from. Yeah. Either they're fighting Ben and it's part of the story, like uh, part of our, our visible narrative, or they're on the other side of the hill and it's happening in the background. And it'll come up later because there'll be dead people. Yeah, we'll get a recap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a highlight reel. It'll be fine. So, you know. They're falling off this hill. One of them seems to have been killed by Luke Skywalker. And uh, at the end of the fight, when Vistara gets the last kick, Ben, of course, is mildly annoyed. Because mm-hmm. everything she does annoys him, huh? Yep. Is it because she's a Sith? Or is it an immature boy crush? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this initial probing tack. Probing tack? <laughs> probing attack is over clan leaders are forging a bond battling together these two tribes that came together and couldn't even agree on a name well they're losing people together they're fighting off these scary monsters and magic witches together they're forging a bond but still there's like 30 more rancors out there in the forest so be prepared yeah, a whole herd of them yeah, I guess that's scary Chapter 22, lots of rancors now. They all get chopped, popped, and knocked back down the hill. But apparently, none have been killed to this point. The One of the one of the Dathomiri ladies from the Raining Leaves tribe, now the something-something sun tribe. The bright sun. <laughs> bright sun. Ooh, yeah. Anyways, Firin, Firin. Firing. She says, first came five to the hill, and then they all fell down and ran back to the forest. And then this time, 11 came to the hill, and they all fell down and ran back to the forest like some Jack and Jill bullshit. Mm -hmm. They cracked their heads, but they were okay. Jack just had a concussion. Yeah, they get some medical treatment. Instead of, you know, he dies at the end of the story. He was fine. They were fine. It's fine. The Rancors are fine. Zero Rancors killed. Plenty of dead Dathomiri people up on top of the hill, though. But anyways, 
action, 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 people yeah. fighting rancors with lightsabers or the, the, the savage natives with spears. And I keep saying that. And I hope people understand that I'm being sarcastic mm-hmm. because of the whole like this whole white savior thing that's happening in this in this uh, text of, of Luke and Ben going to the jungle and getting these people to come together and all that jazz. But I just want to remind people I'm joking uh, when I say savages, but it's just a bunch of hand to hand combat against magic controlled mo- monster massive beasts. Yes. So what was your favorite part? <laughs> my favorite part that that we get so far in the first two chapters was uh ben like did a flip and landed on top of somebody's shoulders right yeah on dion's i think yeah no it was uh drolla the second in oh, command yes. man to the yes to the hapen outsider man who is of course the leader because he's an outsider and whiter <laughs> anyways He's, he, like, jumps and lands on this guy's shoulders as a rancor hand is coming down to smash him. And Ben just, like, cuts through, cuts through, the, the, hand. through the hand and those two fingers go wide or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He saves that dude's life. I was like, that was pretty cool, man. And and, and so far, what we've gotten that I like is um, after Vistara kicks that other that first one down the hill, mm-hmm. she she makes she's like, well, I was done with the gathering of the water. And so <laughs> I, I was bored over there. I thought I I'd thought come I'd and help. See if anything interesting was happening, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, li- I like she her little is, joke. She is like such a little, I don't know what the right word is, but she's like an antagonistic jokester so, so much. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Why not? Have have somebody be abrasive. Like she's like Han Solo. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Woo! Just popped into the Death Star to see if you guys needed some help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. As she, you know, kicks a rancor in the head off of a cliff. And their heads are tiny, too. Yeah. Like, comparatively. Well, they don't have necks. <laughs> yeah, so, no. like, it's just weird. Anyways. <laughs> we we come to this point where apparently no rancors have been killed. And we have a little time to stop and chat. And then a witch pops out of the woods. With a white staff and a note that says, Leave the men or die with them. Essentially, because mm-hmm. that's what this is all about, right? The witches, the Night Sisters, don't like the fact that this female tribe is blending in with this male tribe. Yeah, because they... traditions and sexism, yeah. and you know, the ma- damn matriarchy. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. Real life problems reversed, sort of thing. Leave the men or die with them. Camp Jedi sends their own note back. Quote: Suck it. Yeah, that was uh, what's his name, uh, the the Hapen guy. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. thing. He's uh, uh, something about stinging bugs in your wet spots. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everybody laughs their little savage asses off, and yeah. they send off that note. So the rancors come back, <laughs> this time with a different plan. The plan is to take out Luke Skywalker with an avalanche. All this Dathomiri think alike, eh? It's got it's got to be a log avalanche. We're gonna take him out with rocks. There's only one reliable way to stop Luke Skywalker. Drop a bunch of shit on him down a slope. <laughs> so they pop in with that plan. Witches come out of the woods to steal Luke, just as Vistara snatches Ben's lightsaber and jumps down the hill. Yep. I don't know if you thought that was ominous at all. Yeah. But a little bit I did. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a little weird. I, I just thought, what an opportunity... 
to steal this light. Now Ben is defenseless. Yep. You have his lightsaber. You're gonna go kill his dad because you're teamed up with the witch with the wit the witches. Yes, with, with those guys. Those night sisters. Those ladies. You know what I mean? And then we cut to Luke dodging rocks and trying to fend off the lightning witches. Mm-hmm. Chapter twenty three. Dodging rocks halfway. Like yeah. he gets he gets no, no, beaten no. around pretty good. Yeah, you can't dodge them all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's an avalanche after all. And he ends up prone on the ground a few feet away from the last falling rocks. The witches come out of the forest with some lightning. Chapter 23. Carrying on with witches. Mm-hmm. Why did that last cut not just start this chapter? Because we cut from everybody on the hilltop fighting to a paragraph of Luke avoiding the avalanche. And then this chapter starts in Luke's perspective. So he's doing that thing that he does so often. I'm sure so many writers do of cutting the first chunk off of a chapter and then using it as an ending for the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Yeah. it, it <laughs> Put would, it all together. If it was the end of a book and that was like the cliffhanger. Sure. Great. Sure. But you're reading on to the next chapter. It's Honestly, not... even still not great, but okay. <laughs> it, it has a purpose. Yes. I don't know what this is. And he does it so often. I, going even back to last series. Yeah. I don't to, know. To <laughs> Legacy of the Force, all through Fate of the Jedi. I don't get it. It's, it's like not just him either. It's like, it's like the editor, like the, the chief editor of this story. Right. Uh, this, like both series is just like, yeah, it's good enough. Well, or like somebody, like he accidentally jammed in the chapter 23, just a paragraph too late. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. But here we go. You know, chapter 23, which is coming to get Luke Skywalker. He's holding off two force lightning ladies at the same time with his lightsaber. And he went right when he's about to fail, holding out the lightning thump. Vistara lands to his left. And I would have liked him to have a moment of concern. Mm-hmm. He doesn't maybe because he can feel intention in the force. Probably. But I was like, wouldn't that just be quite the time to take advantage of the situation and the dude who killed your master? Anyways, she thumps. <laughs> I just thought it was very specific. She lands over to the left. She kicks a witch. Lots of kicking. Lots of kicking in these chapters. Yeah, kicks her right in the head. Not this one. Kicks oh, her in the, the chest. Ribs. She's ribs. fighting off one lightning witch. Is easier for Luke, so that's good. He kicks her in the face. Before tricking another into frying a rancor. <laughs> Friendly fire. It's great, great tactics. Yeah. Vistara tells Luke... Oh, that's not it yet. The witches start dying pretty quickly. And then they wind blast Luke and Vistara. They have to hold themselves in place. So they don't get blown into the rocky avalanche aftermath. And uh, they take all their dead and uh, zip off back into the forest. Yeah, going hide again. It's, it's good news, I guess. Vistara tells Luke to pike mount a rancor head, because that's her style. Mm-hmm. As a warning for all the other ones, they'll stay in the forest if they see, you know, because just seeing the corpse on the ground apparently isn't enough of a yeah, message no, it, to the wild animal. It, it needs to be a display that the wild animal will understand better. <laughs> the wild animal who's being controlled by the force yeah. that you can feel above you in a pulsing net of darkness. But yeah, stick his, stick his head on a pike. Because I am Vistara the Impaler. And she heads back up the hill with Ben's lightsaber. Being a dark brooding badass. 
And we cut to Ben watching Vistara return with his lightsaber after just having saved his father. He's grateful. He's not annoyed, uh, which I'm shocked. He helps her up the hill, which I'm pretty sure she didn't need. Mm-hmm. And then he even thanks Vestara. He says, I suppose I should thank you. She handed him his lightsaber and flashed him a knowing smile. But you probably won't. You're too surly. Thank you. Oh, my God. He said thank you. Yeah. Think nothing of it. Nice lightsaber, by the way. Too bad its color is so unfortunate. And she bounces. <laughs> Once again, you know, she drops a quippy little line. A, a sick burn. Yeah. just And then she gets the upper hand and she leaves. It's yeah. like a slight. Another. Not that anyone's forgotten, but another slight reminder that be so much better if it was red. I'm a Sith. Kind of just a little. Right. right. Don't forget. We're not on the same team. She's quippy, and then she's gone. And I don't know. I really wished that somebody in the text, Ben or Luke, Ben especially, Mm -hmm. had thought for a second that he was in danger when Vistara stole your lightsaber and jumped down there. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, as much as she is with the reigning leaves tribe or whatever, Mm -hmm. there's also a mystery mole a spy night sister somewhere in your midst, or there had been. I don't know if she got killed or not. Not that I know of. Right. So, you know, for for this to be completely beyond suspicion is like a missed opportunity. Yeah. And it wouldn't be tension for long. It'd be like, oh, no. Oh, she's okay. Yeah. But what that does is it, for the character, right, it brings out that tension between trusting somebody that you don't know and mm-hmm. don't trust. Yeah. And them surprising you with doing the right thing. And, and you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is when she gets up to the top of the hill and Ben's just like, oh, thanks. It's not, it's, it's good to have the back half of that, but you know, the front half of him going, what is she about to do? And then, you know, he, you get to have a little bit of that guilt of, uh, you second guess yourself now every other time Mm -hmm. she's maybe in a slightly threatening position to, you (laughs) you know what I mean? Now you have that impetus to second guess yourself just more thoroughly. You know, you're still going to use that out of this incident, but would it just been a little bit deeper seated if one of the characters was like, Hey, you know. I really thought she was maybe going to kill my dad there for a second. Or myself, I guess, if you're Luke Skywalker. But n- no. You know, nobody thinks things out loud or thinks things at all that we get to know. All, most yeah, of the thoughts are secrets. Yeah, we got... Uh, and we just make them up and attribute them as we... And, and you, and, you and I do that quite regularly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gone. She goes back off to the tribe ladies. And uh, not being played more as a potential threat, a bit of a mess. In the back end of the story, Ben explains to the native savages that they need to work together like a spaceship. And we cut to five minutes later. Ew. I don't know why I've developed this pet peeve, but here we are, Tim. I, I didn't even notice. Yeah, I did. I don't. There's two more of them later. I don't count. I don't even comment on because okay. I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> but there is. Well, okay. Listen, you can't just be saying five minutes later, thirty minutes later, fifteen minutes later. That's fucking boring writing. 
and I'll explain why later. But here we are, nonetheless. Uh, how many minutes later? Oh, TikTok. <laughs> the half and half outsider man divides the good guys and good ladies into shields and turbos. And by the time that we get through a page and a half of explaining these tactics, I am so over it. Mm-hmm. I, the idea is essentially an old school Roman phalanx. Yep. We're going to load up all our shields at the edge of the hill, poke spikes through them, not spikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, spears and pikes. <laughs> poke, poke spikes. <laughs> Anyways, you get the yeah, point. I get it. But it's like, oh, you know, it has to be all played up to this starship analogy of overlapping shield coverage and and using your turbo lasers as long distance for like oh. yeah it's basically everybody work together don't be dumb it's just i'm over it man it's all it's just it's just all hitting me as different levels of patronizing mm-hmm. like oh i couldn't possibly explain this to you native savages in any terms you would understand i'll have to explain it have you ever heard of a spaceship you know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up and just tell the fucking people what to do. Like, you, th- you but you wouldn't be okay with the, him just saying, okay, here's what we're doing. You wouldn't be okay with that either. I would because I don't think it makes sense to use a spaceship for an analogy of jungle dwelling tribes. But he was telling the Hapen guy that. Though. True. That is true. He- but still, that information now has to get disseminated to these people who have way less of a frame of reference for it. Like, why can't you just say, uh, whatever. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm just sick of the tactics describing because every time we get a break in Rancors, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. We get back together and we talk about the what? smartest way to defend the hilltop. You yeah, know what, what are I'm we going to do next? Yeah. It's so not my vibe. And I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm over it by that point. I don't want to hear shields and turbos. I don't give a fuck where the witches are standing. It's, it's great tactics. It's very sound defensively, but I don't care. Because <laughs> this is like three full chapters of Rancors and Witches. Stop. Rancors and Witches. Stop. Five minutes later, Rancors and Witches. Stop. Yeah. You know, it's it's been very repetitive. It's yeah. been awesome action, but nonetheless, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want you to relate tactics to a spaceship to jungle dwelling people and tribes. I just. Uh, not that they don't know what's... Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on. Have a... Come on. That's the... That's like... That's the fucking... That's the misogynistic white savior thing where you're like, you know how I'll make them understand? Egocentrically, the way that I understand things. That's going to be the best way for them to understand the way that I understand. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. It's getting on my goddamn nerves. Anyways, I don't need any more strategy talk. I need less. Less is the answer of how much I need. And then, instead of five minutes later, or I guess I should say, instead of an hour later, mm-hmm. we get this sentence. The next attack didn't come until an hour after the last one ended. See how easy that is? To not say one hour later, five minutes later, 20 minutes later. The next attack didn't come until an hour after the first one ended or the last one ended like six extra words in there. And it's way more interesting. It's less. Maybe I, what I don't like about it is that it's just a stop. 
Yeah, it's, it's like it's a jarring stop. We're flowing through the narrative. We're the story is like moving through time, and then all of a sudden it's like, bam, stop. Five minutes later, and it just. I don't know. It breaks my concentration. It cuts my uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and that in this part that it's being written in a different way. Finally, yeah. The it's the other Not, way. It's like by a, the way, there's two more dog shit ones after this. So, anyways, the the other the other way that the whole five minutes later, fifteen whatever time is looks. It feels more like juvenile as far as the writing like it's like okay it feels, i need passage of time to happen yeah, what's feels the like, easiest way to do it that feels on like an unpracticed writer yeah this meanwhile yeah. this guy's got like seventy thousand <laughs> books under his belt at this point but yeah. like five minutes later dude yeah. no 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 you say the next attack didn't come until an hour after the be- uh, the last one ended this is how i want this time jumping shit to be done nonetheless i don't always get what i want mm-hmm. back on the hill Ben is leading all the people as they're being attacked again. And really, that's what's important here. That is the only thing that's really happening here is Ben is being a leader and his plan is teamwork. His plan is coming together. Teamwork. And it's working. Teamwork. Mm -hmm. An alliance, if you will. You know, allies. (laughs) <laughs> We're setting ourselves up for the next book all through the end of this one. Chapter 24. When we don't get a location heading again, the only one we got was in chapter 21. 22, 9, 23, 9, 24. It starts with none. Yeah. Because we haven't moved from the Jedi Camp Hill <laughs> in Dathomir. A whole episode in one location. They said it couldn't be done. No spoilers. Luke follows a strand of the dark side force net, controlling all the rancors, all the way to its witch source, and pummels her with rocks. As rancors are going up and down the hill next to him, he's yep. just sitting there meditating. Hmm. They can't even see him, he says. He's like, he like dips out of the force. So yeah, he's he got like a, a robe, like a black blanket on him. Yeah, or he's wrapped got, around him or something. Uh, he, what was, how did that, where did that come from in Lord of the Rings all of a sudden? I know it's in Harry Potter, too, like the magic cape where you disappear. It was an but elfish like, thing in Lord of the Rings. I know, but how did they not use it way more? How did you use it one time to turn into a rock? And that was it. Because <laughs> you guys are in rocks forever. Anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it only came up once in the movies, I guess. I don't think it came up too many times in the books, either. <laughs> I'll have to read them. The point being, yeah, Luke you is know, just... in 15 years when we're done all these books. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a Lord of the Rings podcast next decade. 2040, here we come. (laughs) Oh, it's so long from now. Is there even going to be civilization then? Seems it it seems questionable at this point. Hey, we could still record our voices for posterity. Can we? Maybe there's no. What if there's no electricity anymore, Tim? I said civilization, bro. Anyways, tape recorder. Back to Star Wars. Luke is, as you said, sitting in the middle of, you know, approaching and unapproaching rancors, and he smashes one of the witches in the face with a pile of rocks from a great distance. Yeah. So, she dead. Yeah, because he he sends it way up in the in the air, following these threads, and arcing just... all <laughs> the way down, and then he spreads them out in a line so he doesn't miss her. Yeah. Ha- a few hand spans apart, each rock, and then, and then the light goes out. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Here's the thing. Going like Mach 2. Here's the thing, though. The story is probably going to tell you, in Star Wars fashion, you know, typical Star Wars fashion, the story would tell you, 
she was injured but not killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Nope. That's not how rocks to your head work. Or no. to your body. Or at all. Yeah. It's not how rocks work. Yeah, he wasn't like coasting them there. He was shooting them like a laser yeah, beam. Yeah, there's no, there's no stun damage on <laughs> rocket rocks. No. So, goodbye to that lady. And, of course, the net starts to collapse and the rancors all start running away. And on top of the hill, Ben's death and Mary tribe of come togetherness all start cheering because they just won the fight. Yeah. Even though, you know, it was Luke and how this plan didn't come up earlier of knock out the net take down the net well because he kept he kept on attacking rancors on the way up rather than focusing until i know but yeah that's ben what I'm said saying. don't do that that's him how dumb are you yeah. grandmaster luke skywalker who can also definitely feel the net mm-hmm. of crisscrossing force energy over top of you and it takes you like 20 dathomiri lives to figure out unravel the net yeah, <laughs> which we understand to be controlling the monster beasts. Mm-hmm. Takes too long to get to that simple solution, if you ask me. But yeah, because he could have done that at any time in between attacks. Any time, it's not like yeah, they were sending not, attack after it's attack. It's not like the net was going down in between attacks either, because yeah. it would just be like you feel a giant force spider pressing down on its web, and here come the rancors, right? Yeah. So, yeah. At any time over the last, whatever, six hours. So that's... He could have done that. Almost just dropped my mouse in my cup of water. Yeah. I don't know. That seems pretty sloppy, you know? Yeah. Nonetheless, rocks to the head, you know they're dead. Everybody starts cheering on the hill. Ben's advanced Star Destroyer tactics have worked. uh, But the Night Sisters do keep coming. But now, the losses are reversed. The Night Sisters come when they do their Star Destroyer Phalanx attack. Nobody on the hill gets killed. A couple people get injured. Mm-hmm. There's like four dead Rancors at the bottom of the hill now, which is getting airlifted out by storms and shit like that. <laughs> They're winning the battle on the hilltop now, right? And this too is like such, I don't know, like like a iconic trope battle. You know what I mean? Defend yeah. the hilltop. With your literal fucking flag sticking out of it. Mind you, it's <laughs> space witches with magic and yeah, yeah. monsters. But it is still like you take a familiar thing and you twist it into what you need it to be for the genre or for the format, right? Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of interesting. But the Night Sisters keep coming, but now they're taking heavy losses. Each time they come back, worse and worse for them. Cut to... Yeah, I said it. Yeah, you did. The Jedi Temple on Coruscant. We almost made it a whole episode in one location, which I never even considered would be possible. No. Has it ever happened before? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever gone 35 to 60 pages in one spot with one group. Yeah, probably Because that's not how Star Wars works. No. I'd have to go and look, and I'm not going to do that. Even usually during like the biggest battle scenes... They're intercut with the minor stories that are going on in the background, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, For example, the Han and Leia stuff that's happening or whatever. Yeah. But here we are. The Jedi Temple on Coruscant and the Coruscant Temple of Jedi <laughs> on Coruscant in the temple is in fact 
in shambles. A shambles? I think they're both correct. The government has shut off our municipal water, power, and waste pickup. We're running on backup generators and recycled water. Not enough for all the comforts of home. The government shut off their utilities. Yes. That is how you put pressure on the Jedi, Dala. I mean, this is probably illegal. I bet yes. you they pay their bills. Ah, I would I would think that or they would. Would they be like subsidized under like, I don't know. They're like not a, a branch of the government though, so I don't know. Either way, Dala somehow shuts off their water, their lights, so they're running on backup generators. The temple is in a, in a shambles. Is in a shambles in a, sh- there's the, a shambles. There's shambles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Han and Leia meet with Jaina and chat about Amelia's stories from Dathomir. Uh, how Jaina is not able to see her boyfriend since somebody tried to kill him. And how Han is being grumpy happy about that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we'd like to spend some time with our daughter, too. You just, Where the fuck have you been? Across the galaxy. Shut your hole. <laughs> yeah. I've been here babysitting and stuff. I'm busy. I'm a busy, grown 30-year-old woman who's been given nothing to do in this entire series except for one jailbreak and one fake jailbreak. Strongest character available other than maybe Luke Skywalker. Not being utilized to solve the massive problems. It's fine. Han and Leia, though. If, if we have forgotten, have been appropriated by Dala, they are now her <laughs> negotiators, yeah. right? Han has been re-enlisted into the army or recommissioned or reacted or whatever you call it. Yeah, he reactivated. reactivated. Oh, we did it, buddy. We did it. <laughs> and Leia, of course, is a Jedi. So, you know, fair, impartial judges. You, you know, be objective is something that comes up a lot as... Kent Hamner arrives to negotiate the terms of all, you know, saving the, Just the saving galaxy. The world, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Really, Han and Leia are, are Dala's intermediaries. And, and like I said, it comes up a lot. Be objective, be objective. And everybody stays objective. And here's what we end up with. Dala wants the most recent crazy Jedi. Mm-hmm. Jedi Sar. She promises not to freeze him. She wants him turned over. She says, I won't freeze him. Everybody in the room, Han, Leia, Jaina, Hamner, all decide to agree to turn him over, provide the Esalamiri so that he can't force power his little way right out of your stupid yep. <laughs> stupid normie je- uh, jail. Yeah, because he's a, he's a master of escape or something. Well, Seems I mean, like... all Jedi are trained to escape from prisons because yeah. the, uh, the thought being not on Coruscant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Uh, on some, uh, on some corrupt ill governed world, maybe he'll be <laughs> properly imprisoned and have to break out of jail. So they're going to provide this Alamiri so that he can't use his force powers to escape. They're going to demand the horn children be unfrozen Cornhorn and his two little babies. <laughs> he wants them unfrozen and the crazy Jedi are to be treated as patients Given all of the vast resources of the Coruscant medical system, not treated as prisoners. These are the terms that are going to be brought back to Dala. The Jedi are agreeing to turn over a prisoner to her. Yep. 
under the assumption that she'll keep her word and do all the things that they're asking her to do. Yes. Unfreeze the other ones. Quit treating everybody like criminals. Help us solve this problem. Work together, right? Yeah. And, and Hamner even says, you go ahead. Yeah. they. I was going to say, they, they bring up a good point as to we still, this whole two-year thing, we haven't, they haven't been able, we haven't had a reason or a way to test her reliability yet. Yeah. Here's a way to do it. Here's a way to test her word. Yeah. Hamner says specifically, we don't trust each other, but we have to work together. You know, hearing that theme, mm-hmm. ringing that bell several, several times through the end of this book. Work together, you know, make allies. And like you said. Leia brings up, this is a good opportunity for us to test Dala's word. Is she going to stay true to unfreezing the horns or is she going to freeze the person we hand over immediately and then she's got everything and we're screwed? At least we'll know. That's what they essentially come down to. But will Dala keep her word? Will she keep all the words? Will the rest of the book be blank pages? Find out next week. Don't flip ahead. Find out next week. When we cover Fate of the Jedi, book four, Backlash, chapters 25 through 28. I'm Tim. <laughs> I'm Justin. <laughs> See? Teamwork makes the DreamWorks makes the Shrek movies. Ah. <laughs> what are you doing in my star? <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.